Welcome to the Soft Force Podcast. My name is Simone and my motto is spread love and light and take shit from no one. I will be sharing my hopes, my dreams, and some of my epic failures and interview those who inspire and expand me. Join me each week on my quest to create a life so extraordinary that others will look at me and say, I'll have whatever the fuck she's having. Let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Soft Force podcast. I took a little break after June and a little revamp, had a little refresh, and I'm back, bitches. So hope everybody is doing well. Um, I also took a social media break just for four days, but in the in the first week of August, I took a small trip with my mom and my sister and my daughter and my sister's lovely children. So it was really, really awesome. And for those four days, I unplugged, took Instagram off my phone and just took a little break. And it was so nice. It was so nice to not have social media. I missed it for sure. Um, and I love social media. I do love creating and I love posting and I love connecting with all the people that I connect with through, through social media. Um, but it was really great to take a little, a little break from that. And it was really, really interesting because when I did it for the first like half an hour, I was like, Oh fuck, what should, what, maybe I should put it back on. You know, my finger kept going to like my phone to where <laughs> the app usually is. And it's so interesting how, well, it's just such a deep part of us. It's so deeply ingrained in us now. Um, but eventually my nervous system settled and I was able to survive without it. And it was really great. Um, yesterday we had the Lionsgate portal, really intense energy, but it was really incredible. I did a very extra ritual that I just felt so elevated afterwards and it was just so incredible. Um, so today I want to talk a little bit about um, my money story in the middle of because when I was on the trip, daycare, so I was driving I back with my mom <laughs> while um, we had my two daughter is here, cars, but I was driving with my mom um, and, and I'm letting do, her walk Paw Patrol at 7.30 in the morning on a Wednesday. And don't fucking judge me. About, you gotta do what you gotta um, do. Money stories. Anyways, I just had to stop edit and go back. So this may be a little bit choppy, this podcast, but we're going to do it anyways, because I'm just so excited to get back to it. Okay. So reframing my money story. So when we were on the trip, I started talking with my mom about both of our money stories. And I've been chatting with her a lot about her money story in particular because she has been reframing her money story for quite a long time and trying to work through why she got to where she is. Um, And for me, when I started working on my money story and my money history, a lot of my money patterns, of course, came from my parents. And a lot of it was either having very, very much or very, very little. And so it's like this extreme, this extreme mentality. And that also goes back to living. I've lived a lot in like touristy towns especially on the West coast of Canada, where it's like, you have to make all of your money in the summer because winter is coming and nothing happens in winter. And so it's like this energy of like hoarding all your money in the summer and working so fucking hard because you can't make any money in the winter. And that's just simply not true. Money is available to us at all times. And I had to catch myself, um, like two days ago, I was like, Oh, September's coming in in three weeks, it's like, it's, it's already August. And I started to get a little bit panicky. I was like, oh, the tourists won't be here. We won't be selling as much at the market with my other business, Pachapado Organics. Um, you know, what if there's not enough, as many people coming to my events. And so this 
story started to play in my head. And then I had to catch myself and be like, stop. Money is available all year round. Money is available at any time, at any day, always. But we get these stories played out in our head. And the all or nothing mentality is something that was definitely passed down from my parents, which was passed down from my mom's parents. My mom's parents owned a fishing lodge um, for a large part of her growing up. So it was like, yes, make all the money in the summer because there won't be any money in the winter. And so this mentality has really carried through um, and something that I've really had to work on. And I, it's so funny. I had this breakthrough just yesterday. I was thinking about, of course, we always relate money to numbers and math, math in particular. And when I went to school, I had the hardest time with math. Like I remember just sitting at the kitchen table with my dad. My dad was really good at math, really good at, at numbers. He just had that kind of brain. And I remember just always sitting there and just crying and being like, I just don't understand it. I don't get math. I don't understand. And I remember in grade 11, I convinced my math teacher to pass me. And she was like, you're not going to pass. I was like, I do not want to repeat this. I'm trying my best. And God bless her. I think her name was Mrs. Hansen. And I don't know. That may just be a teacher name that came out of my head, but I'm pretty sure that was her name. And God bless her for passing me because, you know, it was one of those things that I just, I just couldn't wrap my head around. And the feeling of being bad at math kind of carried over into my adulthood of like being bad with money. I've always been really good at making money. I've not always been so good at holding it. So it's like this, this, this need to like get rid of it when I have it. And the biggest lesson that came with that mentality was when I lost $10,000 in a Bitcoin scam. (laughs) And that was in 2021. So after I had been diagnosed with breast cancer and we were living overseas, we started, my family started to go fund me because I had to get back to Canada. You know, I had to, we had to start our lives over. Essentially, we had no car, we had nowhere to live. We needed plane tickets. We needed quarantine costs. I mean, it was insane. It was still the middle of the pandemic. Um, and so very quickly there was like $37,000 that was raised. And so thank God, you know, for, for everybody and for everyone that, that gave what they could, we were able to come back to Canada, my family of three, you know, go through quarantine, get a car, you know, a place to live, groceries. I had a naturopath. There are so many things that, that we needed just to start over. Plus, I didn't start work right away. Um, and so I was very, very grateful for it. Um, and at the end of treatment, I finished treatment in really, I had my la- I had a surgery in October of 2021, and then I had. I had radiation going into 2022 and then I had another surgery um, this year in January of 2023. But when I really finished like the big part of treatment, um, I had about, I had about $14,000 left over and I, I wanted to do something with it. I was like, okay, like start a business or invest it or do something with this chunk of money that like was just sitting there. And I was just so grateful for it, you know? And I will like dive deeper into the story of what these fuckers did because it's just so interesting. Like the psychological, the psychological, um, 
I don't even know how to explain it. The psychological fucking that these, (laughs) that these scammers do, it was really intense. Um, and so I think it was, there was like a lot of buzzword about Bitcoin going on at that time. And so I started to Google it and I came across this company um, that I now realize had like a fake CNN article. They had, they were just so slick. They were so fucking slick. And so I was like, oh, okay, this looks quite interesting. It looks quite legit. And I put my contact details in and like right away they called me. And they were just so good at convincing that like this was what to do. And they, you know, it was just so crazy. I'm going to do another episode that like really dives into it. But for now, I just want to give the gist of it. Turns out they were a fake company and I ended up wiring them like $10,000 that they, that they took. The karma that these people will be receiving is to me, I can't even believe it. I mean, they'll obviously get what they deserve. Of course, it's just so awful. I can't, I can't imagine how many other people that they did this to and how much money they must have taken from people that, yeah. Anyways, we'll get into that as well in another episode. But I had to work through a lot of like, how did this happen to me? Like when I realized that it was a scam and it took about two months. Um, and it was so interesting because it was like, there was this like force, there was this like power, like overtook my body and was like, you have to get rid of this money. You have to like, you can't hold this money. And a lot of it went back to when I started to work with my own coach, my own money coach, went back to um, the feeling that like that money wasn't mine to begin with because it was given to me from other people. And I had huge guilt with that, that I had lost this money that people had given me to me in a time when, you know, of course I needed it. And when some people didn't have anything, you know, some people just gave $20 and I know they didn't have anything to give and they fucking gave. I had $5,000 donated to me from a woman that I had never even met in my entire life. She was a friend of, a, of my, one of my sisters, um, a very wealthy, well, well-off woman from California that I had never, I've never even spoken to in my life. So it was like the generosity that came through was unbelievable. But deep down, I had this subconscious belief, obviously, that I didn't deserve that money and that I didn't deserve to keep it. And I had to get rid of it. And I couldn't hold an influx of money. So I had to really work through that after everything was gone. And it really came down to the beliefs that we hold and the beliefs that we carry from ancestral, from society, from growing up, going to school, the beliefs that, you know, I'm not good with money. I can't hold it. I don't deserve to hold it. And it's just not true. I've made a lot of money mistakes, but I've learned a lot along the way. And the biggest thing that I've learned is that money is just simply energy. It's not math numbers. It's energy. It's an energy. It's an energetic exchange. And when you start to work with that, then everything kind of starts to change a little bit. And when you start to open yourself up to the possibility that money is endless we don't have to work ourselves to the bone for it. It's always there. It's always available. Then things can really shift. And that's been a big mindset shift for me, um, is working through that. And one of my biggest takeaways from the little trip that we had, it was so interesting because I was driving and so listening to a lot of podcasts, which I just love. And I was listening to a lot of podcasts, um, from women who have overcome against all odds, their financial circumstances. And I was just blown away by the way that 
women or anyone can change it at any time. Of course, it takes work. It takes work and it takes awareness, but it can be done. And I was just brought to tears by these women who were so strong and and they believed in themselves so much and they took the time to rewire their, their belief systems and provide for their families, provide for themselves. And it was just so incredible. It was so inspiring. And so I... Yeah, I'm just I'm just in awe of everybody. And if you've ever been on like a money journey, then I salute you. And some of my biggest tools and my strongest tools for reframing my money story has been journaling, like looking back at where I got my money patterns from, journaling them out. Um, EFT, of course, absolutely tapping. Um, affirmations at night. So when I go to sleep, I put on an, a like a wealth frequency affirmation or an abundance or success. And it's just um, like really soothing music. And then in the background, you can barely hear it, but it's just affirmations. And so it's it's repeating affirmations um, in a subliminal way. So you can barely hear it, but it's basically just feeding straight into your subconscious so that you, you can re- reframe and rewire your money beliefs as you drift off to sleep while you're in those brainwaves. So it's a really powerful way to to change that as you're just drifting off to sleep. So those are some of the tools that I use and really attuning into like, who is my highest self? Who is my highest self as someone who is in like the frequency of wealth? Um, I study people who are in that frequency as well, obviously by reading a lot of books, a lot of podcasts, but the people that are around me Um, and maybe they don't even know it, but I'm watching you and I know, and I know what you're about and I'm taking it as my biggest teachers and my biggest expanders because everybody has a different money story. It's so interesting. You know, it's, it's so fascinating to look at and I just, I just love it. It's just so incredible. And right now in our time, especially after COVID, it's like more people more than ever are making money not doing a typical nine to five. And this is so inspiring to me. This is so incredible that people are being creative and they're using their, whatever tools they have. You don't have to have a degree to make a fuck ton of money these days. How amazing is that from somebody who is not, (laughs) I'm not an academic, not in any way. And mad respect to those who are making money their way and absolutely owning it. It's just so incredible. So that's just my podcast for today. It's just a short little one. I just wanted to kind of get back on. It's been it's been a hot minute since I've been on. It's been about a month now, but now it's going to be back to weekly. We're done with whatever the fuck happened in June and reset for July. And I'm just so excited to be back with everybody. And I feel like it's going to be a beautiful end of summer. It's going to be a beautiful fall. Autumn is coming. It's like my favorite season, spooky season. And here the fuck we go. I'll see you guys again soon. Lots of love. Take care and blessed be.